Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number four of the Auto Know Better podcast. Uh, this evening, I'm joined with Smarty, Jay, and Gilly. How are we all, boys? Wonderful. Yeah, not too bad. Good, good, good. Um, right, we'll get straight into it, shall we? Gilly, uh, I'm going to pass this one over to you. Predictions from uh, the West Ham game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's all shit. <laughs> so nobody comes straight to it. Nobody, nobody got a point. That's oh, it. Nobody got a point. Just like um, Leeds. Every, every single person by Becky went Leeds. She went draw, and obviously West Ham won. So uh, yeah, not a single point this week. Oh wow! Well, okay. well done, Harry. Um, the the having Shit said hell. that, um, there there has been a repeat. So the Wankers Wooten. Um, uh, title went to Jay again for the second week on a bounce because he went for one lead, which was the biggest <laughs> win that, that anybody predicted, uh, and therefore takes the title again. So, what can I say? It's on a bounce. I'm not the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll so... see what he goes for this week. <laughs> so, obviously, I have to have a think about it. <laughs> yeah, fucking right, you do. Right, so anyway, uh, <laughs> um, moving on then, uh, obviously, no one got the uh, result correct. Um, I don't really want to speak about it, but I guess we're going to have to cover it. Um, Smarty, I'll push it to you. What, what were your thoughts on the game, mate? Um, I thought we just lacked in everything, really. We, 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 didn't, we didn't seem to have any composure at the back, but that seems to be a kind of a, um, a trait at the minute. <laughs> Cooper. I won't go into any details or blame anyone. Um, <laughs> um, Cooper. I've had enough... Uh, 
I've had, I've had enough, uh, I've harvested enough tears with one of my tweets from this weekend, so I think I'll leave it at that. I don't want to see um, Gilly cry live on one of our podcasts either. No. Um, but so yeah, I can't, I, it didn't seem to click. Um, we didn't seem to be as good. Uh, we, didn't see, we didn't seem to be as mobile as we normally are. We didn't seem to pass the ball around. We didn't see him as sharp, hungry. The list can go on. We just weren't at the races, I think. And it's not, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, justify you know shit performance because West Ham did play all right I suppose but we just weren't the team that turned up at you know at Anfield that turned up to play Man City you know we just weren't the team that we we thought we would be um just a bit of a shit performance really wasn't it yeah it was a bit it was a really, bit uh... apart from Mesley he was a fucking absolute legend <laughs> I think but, that's going to be a, a running topic I think this season yeah, he's just so, so, so I, don't really, I don't really I mean where do you start to be honest I mean You'd be here for hours trying to, you know, discuss it and decide what, you know, factors were, you know. Cooper. <laughs> what, what do you say for that? <laughs> hey, well, yeah, I mean, it seems to be a scapegoat and I have, I have labelled him as, you know, shy or whatever. But he's not, he's not a shit football. I just don't think he's Premier League quality. But yeah. That's my I, opinion. Yeah. I think that's... My uh, opinion before, before I start getting some fucking shit. I think that's a yeah. I think that's an opinion widespread, though, within, within the Leeds fans, though. Is he really Premier League class? Um... Personally, probably not. But anyway, we'll we'll move over to Jay. Jay, what was your thoughts on the game, pal? I've got nothing really. You know, I've I've nowhere to go on this. I'm just, I just couldn't believe it. You know, it, West Ham were a team that to me we should have been beating, um, and it's gone from a sort of place where I felt there's no chance we'll go down with sound, we'll be all right. Where I'm now starting to worry a bit, and I'm I'm starting to see that we're having the same issues time and time again. Cooper! And, um, you know, it's just, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm, I, I just, I've got no answers. Uh, something's got to change. We've been struck down by injuries yet again, and we just don't seem to have the right combination yeah. at the back. It's no just tenacity. not working. There's, there's what? There's no tenacity. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's like, when we're bad, we're really bad. It's like there's no middle ground. We're either brilliant or we're absolutely terrible. And when you can see that we're vulnerable and we're not playing well, you just start to think, do you know what? This is going to be a really bad result. This is going to be, you know, a few goals against us. And I think that if we didn't have Melier in goal, we'd be really getting hammered in some of these mm-hmm. games. And yeah. um, he's keeping the score down in a lot of cases for us. And yeah. it's a lot to ask of a, a young kid, really, every week. Well, Somebody needs to step up. Absolutely. With with that though, like you mentioned, we've got loads of injuries. Is that? I don't want to bring it on Bielsa because what he's done is is just magnificent at the club and and things like that. But is him being that stubborn with the squad size? Is that going to affect us? Do you think? That's how he works. Yeah, I know. It, it might be, but I think I think you've you've got you've got to take that, though, haven't you? you? You've got to take the rough of this move. He works with the lean squad. You can't get away from that. He works with the lean squad, and that's how he works. So you either take Bielsa as he is. Or you don't, but if you do, then you take the fact that it works with the lean squad and it's going to be frustrating for us. But we're not going to have a list of stars that are coming in because that's not what he does. Yeah. No, it's not his way, is it? Yeah, but I think, true. like, without veering too far <clears throat> off topic, because we talked about it a bit last week, but I think having seen what we've seen in the last couple of games, despite what the club said before, they've absolutely got to go into the market in January. They've got to. Absolutely. Just, well, we'll get no on to we'll we'll get on to that later. Um, Gilly, I want to know your thoughts about about the game, mate. What do you think about it? 
Um, I think to expand on the point about um, are we in trouble, you know, Sheffield United have, have, have stated their case for being the worst Premier League side ever, haven't they? You know, you yeah. can see that they're going for the Derby uh, title. They're, they're, they're wanting to beat Derby to that one. So Might as um, well win something. Exactly, yeah. Um, you know, West Brom don't look great. Fulham, to be honest, look like they might have turned a corner um, and, and started actually putting in a performance. But... Um, well, ever that the, the, they've got the uh, the blad again in place, I'm not sure that that'll stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Brighton is shit. Um, Burnley is shit. Arsenal is shit. Um, so you know, there's the six sides there that are worse than us. You know, we I was very disappointed after the Arsenal game that we didn't take our three points because they were shocking and they've got worse since. Um, so you know, they're on relegation form, uh, and that would be really nice to see. Um, yeah, so, you know, for me, um, are we in trouble? I don't think we are because regardless of what happens from this point in, we're going to pick some points up. Uh, just, you know, there's going to be some variability in it. There's going to be some frustrating results. But at the same time, there's going to be some times that, that we come out ahead. Um, but So there's going to be some variation to, to the, where the where we get the points. I hope it's against the skull. But um, the, the, make my Christmas if that happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so there's going to be some variation. I, I, I've got to be honest. I still don't think we're in trouble. You know, we do have some injuries. We've got some people to come back, and when they do, that'll be great. But even then, you know, we should have the quality and the quality of coaching to actually get us through these periods. I think if we reflect on West Ham, though, Moyes can fuck off, and Moyes can fuck <laughs> off on the basis that he's pissed off at VAR. And I'm sorry, he doesn't have a fucking right because yeah, right. Ogbonna decided to catch the ball, bounce it, catch it again, and then clear it. And I'm sorry, yeah. they didn't get penalised for that. So the fact that Fabianski may have only just been off his line still means he's off his line. And whether you agree with it or not, that is where the line is drawn at the moment. If you're not on your line, the penalty gets retaken if it's not rescored. There was a lot of shit given about Bamford being encroaching in the area. Well, that would have been blown up for had there been a rebound, but there wasn't. Yeah. So it, it, it doesn't come into the fact but what does come into the fact that Fabianski was off his line, what also comes into that fact is Fabianski should have been on the fucking pitch. Yeah. True that. How, How can you completely wipe somebody out like that? Like, I can understand the yellow card if he'd got the ball and took yeah. the player as well, but he didn't, he just wiped. He just wiped I know that there was, there was this thing that we're ball. talking about maybe even four or five seasons ago now about this double jeopardy thing of, you know, you, you, you punish him twice then. Well, I'm sorry, if you're through on goal... And actually, it's going to be an open goal if you go past the keeper. And you've done that and then been taken out. That should be exactly what yeah. happens. Yeah, it should. You don't deserve to keep that man on the pitch. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for me, the worst thing is, especially when that happened in the game, the, the, the most benefit for Leeds would have been if it had been sent off. I'd have picked the red card over the penalty. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so, you know, that, 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 there were things that didn't go in our favour that did go in their favour. And for him to come out afterwards and say that VAR um, actually caused them issues because of the penalty, when actually that was as it should be. Yeah, yeah. you know, we can talk about these fine margin. And, and I, I don't agree. I think there should be a leeway of about, I don't know, maybe two or, two or three yards for the keeper to move forward in. We, you know, he can't run at the penalty spot. There's got to be a bit of logic about it. But is him actually being a centimetre off his line? Is that to detriment of Klitschdeff? Is, he, is he a centimetre off his line, though? Because, you know, he's a centimetre off his line, but that's the back of him. You know, it's not like he's... 
I mean, have you seen Alisson? Uh, whenever he's a face as a penalty, he'll start. He actually stand right behind. Goal, him, isn't he? Yeah, know, he's switched on. I mean, if you're going to save it, you're going to save it regardless of where you stood. Um, but, but then, does it matter where he stood? I, I, I'm with you. I would. I, I, I'd allow a few millimeters or centimeters or whatever. But then again, you know, it's interpretation again. What's a centimetre to someone to someone else? You know, you're not going to literally get a tape measure. Are you going to use VAR or you know what are you going to use? Yeah. Um, but like it's when you say the centimetre, that's just the back of the keeper. You've still got the keeper and his gloves and his hands still in front. So you could go from oh you're a centimetre, but well, no, actually it's maybe two foot, you know, in front of the line. So there is no there is no rule um, regard. Well, there is a rule, but you know, there's no rule regarding um, well. I, I don't know. It's one of them. It's. I think it's one of those where it should be just down to the sort of interpretation. I think they've got it right. I think they've got it right. It should stay as it is, and, and that's how it is. Because you're never gonna you're never gonna make everyone happy. You know, it's it's just one of them, isn't it? You I know, think it's one of those I, I where the ref have... the ref should be able to sort of use his discretion on it. But everyone gets so crazy now about inconsistencies between officiating. That's why we have these rules like this now, where it's steadfast. You have to be there. You're not allowed to move off your line. Because then it takes the decision out of the refs. If, if you if you knew there were a rule though, if you knew there were a rule, you're not allowed to encroach or you're not allowed to move off your line. Then you would pretty much do whatever you could do behind the line to try and save the ball. You're not going to yeah. think, oh, I'm going to move forward slightly. You would come like Allison does. He stays behind the line. He can still move towards the left or the right or whatever. And he, he knows in his in his mind that he's not he's not moved off the line. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If you're a keeper, then you need to know these things. And you yeah, can't expect yeah but you there's also a learning thing to it, isn't there? You know, this, well, this, yeah, this, but... is, this is new legislation. They've got to get used to it. Yeah, um, yeah they've, they've been coached all of their careers to, to act in a certain way and do a certain thing that all of a sudden now they've got to change. And that, that learned behaviour is quite difficult. And, you know, we talk about being professional footballers. They've got to play to the rules, what have you. But still, you know, that, that must be quite a challenge for them, especially when, so, you know, they, they know there's so much pressure. It's early in the game. Uh, Klitsch is a very good penalty taker, usually. Not in the first one, but usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, the, there's pressure on Fabianski to actually do something there, especially given that he's caused the penalty to be to, to happen. It's, it's down yeah. to him. There's yeah. a lot of pressure on him at the moment. And to remember, oh, I've got to do all of that stuff I've been coached to do. I've got to save this. Oh, and by the way, I can't be a centimetre further forward than I'm allowed to be, whatever. You know, that, that's, that's a difficult thing to overlay. Yeah, you're going to be fighting muscle memory, aren't you, to a degree? Because yeah. you're just going to want to move. It's going to be just ingrained in you. Yeah. So, yeah, it's tough. But still, they can all fuck off. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. 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 I, just, I, just want to, uh, I just want to say to Scott Parker, I hope that after his result, uh, when he got home to his mum, she made him his favourite tea. <laughs> right. She definitely does his shopping for him. Oh, definitely. And his ironing. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! So I think I think we're all in agreement that, that the West Ham game was, was a bit of a, a bit of a lackluster performance and weren't really at the races. Had we been at the races, maybe we would have uh, dismantled them like I uh, like I would hoped of uh, hoped of. Um, but no, I think like I say, we ju- we just move I don't, like like Gilly touched on. Well, we're not in trouble, I don't think, at the moment. Um, but, but yeah, fingers crossed. Um, but like I say. It's just one of them things. Games are going to go our way. Games aren't going to go our way. We're going to play well. We're not going to play well. It's simple as that. That's football. Uh, but but moving on, uh, Smarty, uh, I'm going to. 
go to you, mate. We uh, we put some polls up on Twitter, uh, so we're going to discuss the uh, most voted. We we will, and uh, as always, we ask the listeners to decide the main topic for the week. And this week's uh, winner was the Ailing and Struick centre back partnership question mark question mark. Uh, which one is going to partner our favourite defender, Liam Cooper? <laughs> Dooper duper Liam Cooper. <laughs> Dooper duper up the pooper. Liam Cooper. <laughs> Um, <laughs> which one's gonna, who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna partner the sieve? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we were talking just as we were warming up um, to start the recording, and and um, you know the fact that we're playing Newcastle and they'll they'll likely go two up top. Um, we, uh, is it Callum Wilson and Joe Linton? Is the likelihood is we'll have three at the back. Um, so personally, I think that what we might see is early and be the right-sided centre-back um, alongside Stryker and Cooper in, in, at the back. What I would like to see then um, is um, Shackleton and Dallas as our wing-backs. Um, what might happen is we have Dallas on one side and Alioski on the other. Um, I'm not entirely sure about that. You know, the fact that it would be a wing-back rather than a full-back might play in his favour. But at the same time, he's likely to insist on carrying on playing Harrison. And I think that Harrison, Harrison plays a lot better with Dallas behind him than he does yeah. Alioski. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, to, to answer the question, I don't think it, I don't think it'll be a question of either. I think we'll end up with both. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Jay, um, why are you fidgeting around? Yeah, he might be right. Might be right. And I hate to say that because he's usually wrong. You see. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Do you know what? Like, I, I don't normally like to see Ealing at centre back because we lose so much from him not being a right back. But he played yeah. so well in the last game. Like, I thought he did a really he good did. job. To yeah, be he did. But he shifted. Um, Absolutely. And if he's going to carry on like that, then maybe we should keep him there for now until uh, there's a better option. I don't know. But I, I, just, I don't know. I don't think he's got that much faith in strike at the moment. I think just... we've got we've got to kind of steer clear of saying that players put a shift in now, haven't we? After what we did before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, so, strike's not really been seen since that um, game when he got subbed off, has he? So, and, and before that, he'd actually played really. I mean, if you think of the pressure that would have been on him in that Liverpool game, he played really well. He yeah. looked like a star in the making in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, uh, can we just bin Cooper off and play Ailing Strike in the middle? Is that possible? <laughs> Bring a traffic code on for him if you like. <laughs> Yeah, you could get one of them torsos, you know, that you're using, like, boxing and stuff. Uh, and just, yeah, just put one of them torsos in instead. It is, it, to me, it's, I don't like, like we keep saying and like we mentioned before we even start recording, Cooper, yeah, granted, he, he done what he did in the championship, but he's not, he's not a world class, he's not a premiership player, he's not. Um, Gilly, I don't care what you say, it's, <laughs> it's as simple as that, he isn't, um, he, he's not. Um, if I'm completely honest, if we had Cock and Lorente, possibly he's gone out of the squad. Um, he'll be there for a bit like of a Berardi uh, type of player in the dressing room, Gene all the lads up. But uh, mascot, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. G orange cutter. 
<laughs> or contract he's still a terminated. brilliant club captain. What no, he, even even if he's not playing, <laughs> even if he's not in that starting yeah, eleven, sure. he's still a brilliant club captain. Isn't uh, that's he? what I'm saying. That's the what I'm saying. That he does around the squad and, and around the club. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, but he is. He is. you can't knock him for that. I do have to interrupt because I believe we've got someone coming in, and it's probably oh, the go. most away fans hated person. Uh, <laughs> from the likeness to Adam Porter, they ought to know. They ought to know better. Most wanted. It's about <laughs> fucking time. Hey, it, it's <laughs> nice for him to uh, finally join us. Um, obviously, it's a, <laughs> well, we got close up there as well. <laughs> it's a bit late. Um, but, but how are we, Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been bad, but yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, nice of you to join us. He's on the beers already. So, um, Adam, we, it's a bit we, of a we, job. <laughs> uh, we, 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 we've already been through obviously the predictions, it was a bit of a shit show. Uh, we, we've already been through obviously the, the West Ham game. What are your, we'll just get your quick thoughts on the West Ham game. What, what, what are you saying? For, uh, the, I thought, well, West Brown's for a Um, yeah. We had very, very little going forward. We were poor at the back. Players looked out of position. Out, out, I'd, I'd even say they, they lacked energy. Um, Cliff was decent for 20 minutes, then disappeared. Harris, uh, it, was just, it was just a shit show, wasn't it, really? Let's be honest. But let's put it in perspective. We're a newly promoted team. The way that we set up, teams are going to beat us on set pieces every time because they can't. They can't keep up with the intensity that we play with, so they're going to find new ways to beat us. Simple as that. And you know, we, we're still we're not in the relegation zone. If at the start of the season I'd have finished seventeenth, as long as we stay up, that's the main thing. So yeah. I'd say to, that now. Yeah. Fair you've enough. got to take defeats, haven't you? You've got to take them. Yeah. You know these these are the defeats. You know when we when we drew with City, when we drew with Arsenal. We'd have took them points, and when you lose to West Ham, it's just one of them, isn't it? Would you rather lose to Arsenal and City and get a point against West Ham? Probably not. It's a fair That's shout. It. It's a fair shout. You know, I, I, I was very disappointed. I mean, Arsenal are terrible, and I was really disappointed actually that we didn't get the three points that we deserved there. But yeah, I mean, it's a fair shout. Is yeah. is w- would you swap a point against Arsenal for the point against West Ham? And it's like, well, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Uh, and we we just covered uh, obviously the the poll results. Um, I'll ping this to Smarty to get your opinion on, on the on the most voted poll result here. Oh yeah, uh, what? Um, so yeah, the the poll um, received the um, it was a partnership at centre back um, option there. So um, who do you think um, should partner Liam Cooper in the centre of defence, uh, Struik or Ailey? Mr. Adam. I'd chop Cooper and play Struick and <laughs> Yes! Yes! Here it is. And then a point was made that we'll be playing against Callum Wilson and Joe Linton up front, yeah, so we'll yeah. have three at the back anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think um, I think I thought Aileen was probably our best player against West Ham, to be honest. I, I didn't think he put a foot wrong. Um, it's... It's, who do you play? You, I mean, I don't think it matters what combination of the two, you know, the three of them we play, we're still going to be vulnerable from set pieces. Um, and I think potentially 
Cooper. I mean, Cooper's going to start, let's be honest. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd go, I'd go, yeah, I'd go Pascal at centre-back with Coops and, and actually drop Alioski um, and put Dallas left-back, Ailey right-back and then at least have a, a, a reasonably settled back four. Yeah, I, 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 I went on. I, so that's what I went with, but if we go three at the back, I'd stick with that and then I'd... Um... Have Aileen as the right-sided of the three centre-backs and then bring in Shackleton as the wing-back on the right yeah. side and have Dallas at left-back because I think, or left wing-back, I think when we've got um, Harrison playing, and he probably will, uh, he does better with Dallas behind him than Alioski. Yeah, yeah, but because Harrison disappears for a long period of time and, and he doesn't, I know he runs like a bastard, but he, he runs without doing much, if that makes sense. Without and purpose. Dallas, Dallas covers him. So yeah. left back Harrison looks better because the left hand side doesn't look as vulnerable. When mm-hmm. Dallas isn't behind him, our left hand side just gets absolutely ripped to pieces because Harrison just kind of doesn't have that positional sense in in in, in my opinion. So yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. So uh, we've actually got a, a pre-recorded segment, uh, what we all like to call a fan's view. Uh, I believe we, is with Luke, and we've got a Newcastle fan on. Uh, so we will pass that over to them. Good evening, everybody. Luke here from All or No Better. I'm here joined with, with Chris Wallace. Chris, you're from the... What, what podcast are you from again, sir? Yeah, so we're from the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel, Mason. I'm the host of the All With Smiling Faces podcast. Wicked, wicked. Uh, so yeah, really, really uh, pleased that you could join us tonight. Uh, absolute pleasure. Uh, just going to have a bit of a chat, really, I suppose, about what you, how you think the week, not the weekend, it's actually a midweek game, so Wednesday night. Um, how do you think it's going to go? How's, how's your season gone so far? Um, this is where it gets tricky with Newcastle United fans. <laughs> uh, how's the season gone? Um, average. I would average. say. Um, yeah, you're not exceeding expectations you'd... or anything. Yeah, mate, I think that's the best way to describe it. Average, bang average. Yeah, wicked. And and how, how do you rate Leeds this season so far? What would you would you say? Have you have you paid much attention to uh, to our results and how we've been playing? So I have watched the odd game. Um, I, I can't. I'm not going to lie, mate. Um, I'm not watching every single game, uh, week in, week out. But uh, what I have seen of Leeds is a very attacking-minded football team. Something which, which as a Newcastle fan, I, I love to see. Have done yeah. over the years, and um, I think I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for Leeds. Um, I, I don't even know why, to be honest nah. with you. Um, but I have had a soft spot for Leeds, and especially with the documentary which was on on Amazon. Yeah. Great. Was it Amazon or was it Netflix? Amazon, it was Amazon, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so fantastic. Bielsa, absolutely loving the bits. Absolutely love the bloke. Um, but football wise, he's been playing some fantastic football. And I was quite shocked earlier today because we'd done a, a recording earlier on with the Leeds fan for our prediction. I was quite shocked to see you beneath us in the table, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I thought you would have been, been higher placed to be completely uh, blunt. But yeah, great, great to see Leeds back in the Premier League and, and obviously. It's football, which which the Premier League needs. So that attacking-minded football, and that excitement that's, in the game. Yeah, that's right. I, I had a I had a conversation earlier, but uh, would you rather play exciting, expansive, sexy football and lose every week, or would you rather play like Burnley and nick a win, you know, at Arsenal and, and and actually just park the bus and then just score a lucky goal? I don't know. It's six one. If we were to stay up, if we could guarantee safety, um, and play sexy football every week but finish 17th I'd take it rather than mm. finishing 7th and nicking a win every week uh, it's yeah. worth a minute 
you, you need you need a, a good mixture, really, don't you? Um, obviously, going against the, the big boys, as everyone d- described, and the likes of Man City, um, Liverpool, them lot. You, sometimes you, you just have to sit back and just let them have, have the ball, then obviously try and hit them on the counter-attack. But I think you was coming into the Premier League, you, you've got to be looking at, there's what, eight, nine teams in there, which you're probably going to games thinking, we, we could easily beat these, hands down. Um, so you, you've got to start taking the games to, to teams, which is something which we haven't done this season. Yeah. Well, we saw that the weekend, and we got uh, we got absolutely played off the park by 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 West Ham and mm. uh, and David Moyes. So uh, so yeah, we're not 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 too many expectations. West Ham aren't a bad team. Um, no, they're, they're, not. they're not this season. We we um, we played them first game of the season. I think it was, and we smashed them absolutely smashed them. Yeah. And since that game, they've just got better and better each week, and and. They do yeah. look like a like a decent team at the moment. West Ham, decent setup, strong outfit. They were they 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 all knew the jobs against us. Certainly, mm. when I think that Ben Rama was his full debut against us, and they literally just stuck him attacking against against Calvin Phillips. Yeah. He absolutely neutralised him. He didn't he couldn't he didn't get to play his game. Still had a mm. great game, um, but he just he just wasn't as it wasn't the same same player against against a, a player who'd been stuck on him. Um, there was. So what do you think? I think I suppose the best next question is: How do you? What do you? Where do you see the result going at the weekend? What's What's going to be the result? Do you see? Do you see yourselves getting a win, uh, or, or do you fancy us to, uh, to turn you over? It's a tough one. Um, I think obviously coming Wednesday night, we're, we're on the back of our game on on Saturday, which we haven't we didn't train for for twelve days. I think our training ground was closed yeah. for twelve days. Obviously the outbreak of COVID. Um, right. Villa fans wanted all three points at, at, at one stage, kicking off the one. They'll at all try three anything, points. them villains. I yeah. tell you, <laughs> <laughs> all three points. Yeah. But obviously the Premier League postponed that game, and, and it was in doubt whether the, the West Brom game was going to go ahead at the weekend. But we managed to field the side. I think. Towards the the end of both halves, you could tell Newcastle United players hadn't trained. Um, yeah. Isaac Hayden came out after and, and done a post match interview and saying that he was bedridden for days on end and, and he struggled in the game. Um, yeah, I think obviously another game coming up on Wednesday, what three four days after um, the, the previous one, I think we're all going to struggle fitness wise. Yeah. So I'd be very shocked if it's going to be anything other than Newcastle back against the walls really? style football. Yeah, I, I honestly see us sitting back. Yeah. And just seeing if if we can hit you on the counter attack because we, we do have some struggle. decent players that can do that. Yeah, we tend to struggle in all fairness against teams that do that. Yeah. Uh, well, that, that got... is what we do. That is yeah. we've done this for a number of years. We've done this under Rafa. We'll yeah. sit back and, and we'll we'll pinpoint the moments where we attack games. Got some good players as well in that Sam Maxim, yeah. haven't you? And uh, who's the other lad who plays on the other side? Um, you've got a few, mate. You've got Saints. You got so you got Sam Maximum. You've got obviously Callum Wilson up top now. Jo- so, Jolene Jolene Jose on. as well. Well, you've got Almiron. You've got Almiron on the right-hand side, who who is rapid, absolutely rapid, mate. He he could have COVID for about ten weeks on end. Him, he's still <laughs> all over the pitch. He's he's obviously scored the goal within twenty seconds yeah. at the weekend. Um, we, we've got some pace in there. Um, hundred yeah. percent, we do. But whether or not we, we can get the ball up the pitch is a different thing. That's right. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably going to be uh, in. in, in in realism, that that's going to be our downfall. We've got quite a lot of injuries, struggling defensively. Um, we've got no, we've got one recognised centre back playing for us. Um, the, the lads are going to have a chat about that on the pod as to who should be playing that centre back for us. But uh, yeah, I think I think we looked a bit leggy at the weekend. In fairness, I know, and we hadn't had the the, the COVID and the training round shut down and whatever. But we, I think we've we've obviously started at quite some pace with with some big games. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, we've already played Chelsea, uh, City. 
and uh, and Liverpool. Um, we've got Man United at the weekend as well. But but yeah, no, I think I think I think it should be it should be a good game. I, 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 have, I have a feeling. Um, I have a feeling it could be it'll be close. I don't see I don't see any teams spanking each other. Mm. Um, who, 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 so other than Almiron and, and Sam Maxim, who, who's your who's your one to watch? Who do you think could could be the game changer against us? Um. Wilson, it's going to be Wilson. Callum but, Wilson, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got him for an absolute steal. I think it was twenty million pound thereabouts. We got Wilson from, obviously relegated with Bournemouth, and he's he's very similar. And, and people may be shocked at this, but he's very similar to to I would probably say Lewick Remy that we had. Yeah, he's very attacking minded, and if he's got to like drift out to, to the right hand side, or the left hand side to get the ball, he'll happily do that. Great um, positioning, and he you know, just yeah, seems to read him great. so well. And yeah. to be honest, um, I'd probably say Dwight Gale. He came on um, in the last 10, 15 minutes, I think it was at the weekend. Yeah, he had two two shots on two headed shots on target um, within five minutes. Each other, obviously scoring one, absolute pinpoint header. Um, he's back to fitness, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if you might see. Gale start this one. Really? Yeah. Uh, over Gale? Uh, sorry, over Wilson? Probably both of them up top. Um, right. The last few games we've been playing 4-4-2. Right. It's been Joe Linton, obviously a £40 million striker who's, who's only scored about two goals um, in the last two <laughs> seasons. But um, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised to see Gale in there. I really wouldn't. Or yeah. if, if he doesn't start, you, you, you should make an, an early appearance later on in the, the second half. Wicked. Okay. Um, and then the last thing we do with our uh, resident or uh, our our inv- invited, um, well, what's, what can we call you? That's not going to be too rude uh, and not, <laughs> not get me beaten up. I'll just, uh, I'll just say guest <laughs> to be fair, mate. Yeah, guest. You'll just call you a guest. He's <laughs> um, just take a score prediction uh, and we're going to have a bit of a table at the end of the season with all our, our guests and yeah. just see who, who managed to get it right if they did. Might be a couple of little prizes and things thrown in there. We've got Got a couple of uh, quite fit birds who work on the on the podcast who might send you the odd. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so what's your score predictions then, mate? Please one one all day one long. All. Yeah. I, I can't see it being anything other than a draw. Um, to, you you just can't see quite a few goals. I, I've noticed there. Um, you, you do. You are quite um, leaky at the back. Um, to put it <laughs> to put it nicely, and and we're the opposite. We're not sc- conceding many goals, but we're not also scoring many. Um, yeah. But I think one one draw. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, well, just leaving now to say thanks, Chris. Wish you all the best for for the game on on Wednesday. Obviously, hopefully we we beat you, but um, for the rest of the season, certainly. Thank you ever so again, ever, ever so much again for joining us. Um, we will pop the link to your uh, to your podcast and stuff in the bottom of uh, of the comments and that as well. So if anybody does want to want to want to visit and and be a bit of a traitor to Leeds, they can uh, they can come and visit you. It's great, great content we've got over there, mate. Not as no, no, tra- no traitor stances out there. Just great content. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. I love the book as well behind you, the Gary Speed book. That was fantastic. I absolutely love the blog. Obviously, it was his memory not long ago. Absolutely, absolute legend up here, and obviously Leeds as well. Yeah. Absolutely great blog. Um, so yeah, um, I think it's a, it's a mutual love which we will have for for Gary Speed there. Certainly. Thanks ever so much again for your time, Chris. No worries, mate. Take care, mate. Have a good evening. Thank you, Jess. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, thank you for, for that. Uh, I don't even know the Newcastle bloke's name, so I do apologise. Uh, but no, thank you for, for your insight there. Um, moving on, uh, that moves us to, obviously, the Newcastle predictions. Uh, Gilly, I, I'm going to give this to you to uh, take down all the scores. 
Um, I don't know if we've got most of the uh, scores from everyone, but if we no, haven't... I've just got a couple at the moment. So um, Jason's gone one all, and Luke's gone three one leads. Okay, uh, those are the only ones we've got in at the moment. So yeah, away you go, guys, and I'll capture them. Yeah, who would like to take the floor here? I'm going to wait to see what you guys say first before I start. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, the negativity to start pouring in. <laughs> Gilly, we'll start with you, Paul. And then you can pick oh, it to people. About, I have a mouth full of beer. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think we will bounce back and I'm going with a 2-1. I think it'll be tight, but I think, I think we'll get the points and I'm going with a 2-1 lead. Fair enough. Fair enough. Smy? I'm, I'm, I'm a bit um, split, to be honest. Um, I'd like to think that we'd beat Newcastle. I think we are good enough to beat Newcastle quite comfortably, but with the past few results that we've had, is it is it going to affect the lads? Have they got it in their head that they might not be able to you know, go all the way? Um I'm I'm thinking probably one all if I'm honest. I'm going for the one all draw. Fair enough, Jay. What do you reckon? Well, I've had to think very hard about this after the last <laughs> couple of shit show predictions. <laughs> but fuck it, four one leads. <laughs> you are going to get one right at some point. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. And I will I will fucking thank the day. <laughs> get in, lad. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Adam, what about you, mate? I just think confidence is low. I think energy levels are low. I, I'm i going to go 2-0 Newcastle. I really don't think... I don't see us... Oh. Uh, I, I just don't see us creating enough at the moment. I don't, think, I don't think the quality... You can't, can't fucking speg. We're at 2-1. 2-0 Newcastle. 2-0? Oh, I don't see a score. I just don't think we. We just shot of ideas. Our plan B is to go through plan A yet again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, plan B. Plan A, plan B is to make plan A better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but when you get to plan B <laughs> and you're still doing plan A, it's still not working, is it? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say. Yeah, I said we'd dismantle fucking West Ham, you but did. that didn't happen. You did. Uh, Fuck it, we're dismantling these bastards as well. 3-0 leads. Yeah. Come on. I'm glad you guys are so confident. It gives me confidence, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, me we, ain't got, laugh, yeah. we ain't got any confidence at the back with Cooper, so... Well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Attack is the best form of defence. Just put all of the wingers on. We said this last week. Just put all of the wingers on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think obviously once we get more more predictions we'll probably go through them uh, on the next episode once we get everyone's uh, everyone's predictions but um, I think then that moves on to so what we explained last week was we're going to have LUFC stats on uh, every week to give his insight into Leeds and obviously who we're playing and things like that and give us some numbers uh, but we're going to pass them over uh, it's Luke again uh, with LUFC stats and we'll be back in a minute Good Evening, everybody. Luke here from Autono Better here with the man, uh, the legend, the myth, however you want to say it, it starts Andrew Dalton. Thanks ever so much, mate, again for joining us. No problem. Pleasure to be here yet again. Uh, hopefully looking forward to a better result uh, yeah. uh, this midweek against uh, Steve Bruce's Newcastle United. Yeah, how do you see it going? What's your, uh, what's your prediction? Well, let's get that out of the way first. Yeah. You were wrong last yeah, week, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'd asked him a question before Friday, and I'd been quietly confident. I just thought the performance, and I think the players know, the performance against West Ham was 
disappointing to say the least, and they never got going. Absolutely. But it's another opportunity. I'm going to say draw on Wednesday. I think it'll just stop the rot a little bit. Because we've lost, what, the last two now into Chelsea and West Ham. No one expected it to be easy. We've moved up a level. But if we can take something out of the game against the Newcastle side, they're actually very hard to beat. I'll stick them in a command and go 1-1. Right, I'll go. I, I, I actually think we're going to get something out of the game. I think we'll, I think we'll win the game. Um, I just think the thing we will struggle with is... Is a, they've got quite a bit of pace uh, with with Sam, Sam Maxim. He, he's playing, isn't he? He's not injured yeah. or anything. Yeah, uh, yeah and I, I just so don't know how our uh, how our fullbacks might cope with him. That's all. But yeah, but no, I think we'll still. I think we'll win. I think it would be two two or three one. Um, I like, think it'd just be good, Luke, just to get a result, just to get the not so much fans off the back. Yeah, because I think the realistic fans knew it was always going to be tough. Yeah, this season. Yeah. And we are going to lose more games than we win because we're in a higher level. But I just think reading some of the comments on social media is very much bizarre. The the forgotten we've been out of the top league for sixteen years. Quite right. And yeah. I remember you tweeted commented on your tweet the other day, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That. And I, I just think sometimes people just need to take a step back and look back and think, hang on a second here, we're a newly promoted side. We haven't spent I'm much on, I don't look, I know about Rafinha and Rodrigo in, but that's yeah. two players. And it's not like he's redone his squad. And I think some of the comments, uh, I think a little bit OT. That's my opinion. They're just no, a bit I, I, I think I have to agree with you. I mean, we've, we've, we've put in some fantastic performances earlier this season. Exactly. Almost set ourselves an impossible bar. Um, whereby yes. where that level of expectation is 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 expected every single week and it's just not yes. going to happen the players are going to be tired no. we've got injuries we've got you know um, so yeah I think it's, I think you're quite right in, in, in yeah. the fact that we get any sort of result we just need a point or something there just to get sort of a bit more a uh, bit more the wheels back in motion if you like yes. going into yeah, going to the scum so. game um, yes. so yeah really quickly let's give us your stats for, for Newcastle uh, uh, coming up on Wednesday a couple of stats. It's our first midweek Premier League game at Ellen Round since we drew one all against Everton in 2004. And the goal scorers that day, one's now a manager and one he's won the Premier League and the Champions League, Wayne Rooney for Everton and James Milner for Leeds United. Our record at home to Newcastle in the Premier League leaves a lot to be desired. We haven't beaten them in five in the Premier League. Well, sorry, yeah, in five because the last win was in September 99. We've been in by three goals to two. Uh, three, Ouch. Yeah, I know. Three, three great goals from Lee Bowie, Harry Kewell and Michael Bridges. And, of course, Alan Shearer would score for Newcastle because he just had an unbelievable record uh, at Ellen Road, whether it be for Blackburn or for, or for Newcastle United. And, and looking back at those games down the years, Shearer scored in 96, 97 and a 1 0 win for Newcastle, 2 in 99, 2000 for Newcastle, got a penalty in 2001 2 when they won 4 3, which is a game that still haunts me to this day. Uh, he scored in a 3 0 victory in 2002 3 and 2 in a turf. So when they two two draw in the three four season, and the the other stat of is when we played Newcastle in two thousand and two three, Terry Venables, who was our then manager, missed the game through illness, and, and Eddie Gray took charge. So yeah, a few little stats there. But our record in the Premier League at home to Newcastle is is very very mixed to say the least. Beautiful. Thanks ever so much again for joining us, Stats. We'll see you again later on in the week for, for the Scum game. Uh, as yes. ever, your book's here. We're going to put the link again down in the description. 
Thanks ever so oh, much. Please, please, please. See you next Cheers, Luke. Take care. Bye-bye. Welcome back. Thank you, Stats, for obviously uh, giving us your knowledge uh, of Leeds United there. Uh, we're going to move on to, obviously, Newcastle uh, is our next game. Uh, I just want to hear everyone's quick uh, thoughts of how, how that game is going to go. I know we've already done our predictions, uh, but, but I just want to have a little bit more insight from everyone in the, in the, in the group. So, uh, Gilly, what, what are you saying, mate? I think, I, you know, I've gone with a close result in the in the predictions and I think it will be a tight game. Um, whatever you think of their management, um, you know, the, the Bruce is not, is not a mug, um, even if he's not quite as progressive or as dynamic as uh, fans would hope for their manager to be. He's not, he's not a mug and he's been around the block a few times. Um, I, I don't think that we're in a position where we can just expect a result, although I've predicted a result but um, I, I think I think it'll be a tough game it'll be a tight game they, they do play two up front which means a bit of a formation change is expected on our part um, and I think um, the the um, the formation that the play allows them to get you know they they are they are a team that will hit a long ball and they will hit on the counter and they do have a little bit of pace about them um, and the lad that they got from Bournemouth I mentioned before whose name has escaped me again um, he, he's, he's quick and if he's if if he's if he's playing on Ailing, I'm okay with that. And if he's playing on Cooper and Strike, we're going to get caught out. But at the same time, I do think we need Strike in there for his height, especially on set pieces. And I think that they're, they're also a team. You know, if if you're going to be putting some money on a goal scorer, you're looking at their centre backs, because we're really you know we are open to that sort of attack coming to us. So I, I don't know. For me, um, I think that the, 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 there's quite obvious ways to get at us. And one of the most obvious is set pieces. And Bruce is going to be particularly adept at doing that, I think. So I, I do think they'll score. I'm just hoping we score more. Oh, fair Sorry, enough, That mate. was a very positive one <laughs> <laughs> to say that I predicted a win. You've called it. Fair enough. <laughs> Adam, what are your views on the game, pal? I think... Gilly's right. I think we're going to give away too many stupid, needless free kicks because we. I think the lads get tired when they're tracking back, and I think they're knackered, yeah. and that's why we're giving away so many stupid, needless free kicks in dangerous areas. Um, and I think I, I, I just think Newcastle. You're, you're right, Gilly. What you say about um, the Bournemouth lad? Cal, uh, is it Wilson? Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson in it. Yeah. He's rapid. He's rapid, and he's gonna. I mean, fuck me. He's he's quicker than most centre backs in the in the Premier League, so once he gets going, you ain't stopping him. Um, I just I just just think we're gonna get. I, th I think we're now in a bit of a rut. I think players are looking tired, and I think we we're just gonna at some point. Like last season, we were all saying we're gonna give a team a hiding. I think we're now the team that because we're so aggressive and so attacking we're going to be the team that gets a proper hiding. And it'll be a team like Newcastle that do it because they'll just, as you say, long ball. And we're not defensively. And if we change shape, you know, that goes against what Bielsa says and does. He, you know, he's regimented. He's, if plan A doesn't work, plan B is try plan A again. I can't see how this is going to work with, a, with, with, with Newcastle's, strength and height I just think I think we're on for hiding I honestly do and it it pisses me off to say that but I can't I can't see it any other way 
I just don't think we're equipped to we, we're equipped to play against footballing teams. We're not equipped to play against quick, strong, aggressive teams. They don't play. They doesn't play to our strengths. So yeah, that's 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 my take on it. Apologies, guys. <laughs> see if any call or call me a knobhead, but that's how I see it. Well, that's fair enough. Everyone's obviously got the. I've just got to throw myself under a bus now. Cheers, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Go on then, Smarty. What are you reckoning? There's, there's probably one player that makes me shit my fucking self, and it's not someone that you'd probably think straight away, but it's uh, it's Andy Carroll. If he gets played up front, which I'm thinking, if if Bruce has got half a fucking brain cell, he might do. If I was Steve Bruce, I would stick. I'd have you. You've got your uh, Joe Linton. You've got Callum Wilson. There's that Alan Saint Maximin. He's he's, he's, a, he's a dangerous. He's injured at the moment, isn't he? Frat, yeah, but he might be back. He might be back. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, you never know. He might be back. But Andy Carroll for me causes the biggest threat to us um, because of his height, and you know, he's a good bloody player as well. And if we've got the sieve at the back, then we're fucked, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Liam the fucking Cooper. I think I think we're calling this episode Liam Cooper him. the Civ. I think I, no, don't put Civ. his name in it. Just call it the Civ. If you're gonna <laughs> do it, fucking fuck you, Gilly. Fuck you, Gilly. Liam the fucking Civ Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Liam fucking Swiss cheese. Fucking Cooper. <laughs> um, the thing about anyway, what you're uh, saying about um, uh, Andy Carroll, though, is is um, when we played West Ham, we didn't struggle from open play against a big strong centre-half that were good at knocking the ball down and good in it uh, with it at his feet. I don't think they really it played was... that, much, that long, much long ball, though, did they? They, they, were, they were quite controlled. I mean, you know, um, fucking Ben Rama and um, Bowen, they're not, they're not really long ball sort of players. They like to they no. like the ball. They like to run at players and stuff like that. With Newcastle, I think they'll be absolutely lumping it up front. And if he's up there, he's better than Cooper. There's a fucking traffic code outside my house. <laughs> you know, I, I think we'll get punished. I think if we don't, if we don't limit the the amount of um, the balls and stuff that's going to be flying into it. I mean, if he plays him, but then again, if he don't, then he's fucking stupid, and I should be fucking in charge of Newcastle for for a week. Well, man, yeah. I'm not saying it's by, but... by four socks, and you get a, get a chance at the job, though. Yeah, I just think I just think if we don't if we don't if we don't control the game like we what, like we should do and like we like to do. I think we'll be punished. I really do. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying Bruce is an idiot, but he got thwarted by Ross McCormack's gate. Lost <laughs> <laughs> the money, McCormack. But that, yeah. like, like you say, money. You said, I'm not like, having anybody knocking Ross McCormack when he's knocked over Admo. Like you mentioned, somebody, it's just, if we. <laughs> Fuck's sake! It's, it's, it's really gone. Totally gone. Oh, oh, totally come back, come back. Get control. Get control, Sam. As 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 I was saying, as as Smarty just mentioned, if we don't have control, and that just leads back to what we've been saying since episode one, Calvin Phillips needs to con- control the game. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Yeah, he's got a big game for him, I think. Massive. How? I mean, it's going off topic, but what's quickly? What's everyone's opinions on Calvin and how he played it against West Ham? Uh, I thought, to be honest, I, I thought he had a decent game, but he, he wasn't really in it, and they played it round him rather than yeah. trying yeah. to go through the middle. 
Um, and you know that that is so important to the way that we play. Is if you can get around him rather than trying to go through him, when you won't do that, you kind of you limit how, his his impact on the game, and that yeah. then hurts us. Yeah. I think that's really where they found the edge. Is not playing against him. They played they played away from him. Yeah. Well, I think everyone in agreement with that. Anyone got anything yeah, to add? Yeah, you can't argue it, can you? Yeah, you can't. Well, absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. Jay? I mean, yeah, for the uh, the Newcastle game, I think, yeah. um, because I've now uh, had to stick with my 4-1, I'm just hoping that they uh, fall apart <laughs> after we get an early goal and uh, that their spirit's broken and that they just give up. And then they'll get a goal at some point because we've got the sieve back there and he can't help himself. They're one of those unpredictable teams that you just do not know how they're going to perform. I don't think I don't think much of them. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think much of them though. I just I don't. I mean, they will win some games this season, but hopefully we won't be one of them. I think we're well capable of beating them. Um, I think Bruce has done a decent job, to be fair, with what he's got there. But they're not world beaters. We, what, well, when you're having to play Voldemort, you know, you, you know your score's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, I've got a mate who's a Newcastle fan, um, and they upset him that much that he's moved to New Zealand and he's stopped watching Premiership. So, you know... <laughs> So I mean, hopefully we can uh, we can get something <laughs> early and take advantage of them. I think if we do get into them early, then I think we've got a much better chance because I don't think they've got that kind of. I don't think they're. I don't think they're a very resolute team. I don't think that they've got the balls to come back if they're under the cosh. I just but it's important we we take an early chance and make it count. I think it, the longer the game goes on, sort of nil nil, we start to fall into that realm of them just trying to nick one when they get a break uh, or a set piece. And uh, if the battering ram Andy Carroll's up there, then uh, he's just going to steamroll our defence and he and just fucking bang one straight through back at net. There's a lot of time between now and then for him to get injured though, isn't there? Yeah, that's true. He only needs a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, he's more than <laughs> capable of injuring himself in that time scale. Absolutely. But, yeah, no. I Like I say, I went for a 3-0 win for Leeds. Uh, I said this about the West Ham game, we're going to dismantle someone. Um, I said we were going to bounce back against West Ham. That didn't fucking happen. So I'm only saying three nil uh, because we we need to. I think if if we go if we lose against lose against uh, Newcastle, is it oh, scum next? Isn't it? Is it scum next? Yep. Yeah. Well, and, that's a... <laughs> and three on the bounce would be a slump. Exactly. I mean, it's the, important the, to avoid that. The best thing for us to do now is absolutely dismantle Newcastle and then go into the scum game with high confidence. We don't want to lose against Newcastle. We go in against Scum uh, with, with low confidence and everything like that. I, I don't think we're we're going to be coming out with a with a happy Christmas. If I'm completely honest, I think if we drew in it, we're like a two-two and we got a couple of goals. I don't think it'd be the end of the world, but I'd much rather be winning that game, like you say. Yeah, yeah. As we all agreed, you know, that first season back, we finished second. Luckily, there's three worst teams in this league. We might be relying on that coming six. into the season. The six worst teams. Yeah, yeah. The six worst teams. Yeah, we, 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 we called them. Do you want me to name them for you? Yeah, please, mate. So, um, we've got, we've got Ful Fuller, we said, might have turned a corner, but they're still shit. Um, yeah. We've got um, Sheffield United are going for the, the, um, the derby record, aren't they? I mean, yeah, I mean when we talk about a shit side, they're really shit. 
Um, we've got uh, Burnley are down there. Burnley are shit. We know that Burnley are shit. Now, they've got a habit of being shit, but not quite as shit as three other teams. <laughs> if we're better... No, that's, that, that's it. That's thing. all it is. That, that is their that, thing. That is their a bit like West Ham. Just be better than them. That's all it is. Um, you've got West Brom shit. Uh, although, you know, I like Billich, but his time's probably up, so they could have a, a, a mid-season bounce with a, a new manager coming in. Uh, Brighton are shit, and Arsenal are, are the worst team in the Premier League at the moment. Crazy <laughs> six. Right. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, <laughs> I think that moves us on to uh, the, the final segment, uh, and my personal favourite is called the Hock Topic. <laughs> now, I fucked this up last week, so I'll try not to fuck it up this week. Um <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we go around the group and we either decide if we want Steve Bruce. There you are. Oh, oh, come, come on. on. Who's that? Who's had an absolute Jesus fucking Christ. stinker there? Anyway. Had him there aren't they? No one's holding their hands up. <laughs> oh, here he is. Not me. Not me. I've got no friends. Was it the Watford fan? He <laughs> 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 fucking was one here. Steve Bruce is saying, "Fuck you, don't get out of here." He's out of here. I'm not people tiring them up. The social media extraordinaire <laughs> runs our social media channels. Can't keep his phone on silent. <laughs> sometimes we do have imposters. Dropping the odd comment. This is what we're working with. (laughs) As I was saying until uh, we got rudely interrupted there, um, the hock topic, basically between Steve Bruce and Dave Hockaday. Now, like I say, this is my favourite segment of of the whole podcast. So (laughs) I'm going to go to... uh, I'll go to Adam first. Bruce or Hockaday? Um, I'm going to talk sensible for once on this. I'm going to have to go hock. It'd be Steve Bruce. Nobody has the nuts to go from Sunderland to Newcastle. Like so and Hockaday couldn't get out of the bloody pee changing rooms for the at least. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, for me it's Steve Bruce this time. Until yeah. next time. Until next time. Until next time. So Smarty, Bruce, Hockaday. Which one he's taking? Hockaday. Hockaday. We're going to take leads to the fucking Champions League, mate. Fuck's sake. I'm not going to. Ch- I'm not going to fucking pick that crooked nose, fucking scum bastard. Any fucking day, he can fuck off. I don't give a fuck. Who's up against him? Stupid. <laughs> right, so that's one-one then. Uh, Gilly, Bruce, or Hockaday? Hawk. Hawk's not a scummer. Was that a phone again? Was that a phone again? I'm on on a Mac. It's not my fault. I'm sorry. Hawk's not a scummer. Bruce is a scummer. Moyes was a scummer. You know, he was the agent, Moyes. He went in there covert to really screw him up, and he did a really good job of it. But I still didn't choose him. I mean, Bruce was genuinely a scummer. He, he, He liked the club. He was there ages. He was there years. Can't go, Bruce. Hawk. Well, so that's two one Hawk. Jay, Bruce, or Hawk? There's going to be one winner here. And Don't leave it to me. Don't leave it it's, to me. Fuck off. It's got to be the man with the tactical edge, so I'm going with the Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, that's... Sam. You've got a free hit. It doesn't matter now. <laughs> yeah, it don't fucking matter. I'm going Dave Hockaday just for the simple fact that Steve Bruce is a scum bastard. So. Hang on a minute, Jay. That makes it 4-1. <laughs> 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 oh. 
knew but, we'd get um, there at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, um, unless anyone else has got anything to add, um, I think we should should wrap this up now. Uh, has anyone got anything to add? Bring, bring back Carl's dog. Yes, we are missing <laughs> Carl today. Uh, he had a bit of an issue with a leak. We won't go into too much Lots detail. For the, uh, <laughs> to go to clinic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I say, I think that wraps up uh, episode number four. Uh, I do believe... Yeah, go, so I've just got something to say. I don't know if you boys and, and the people who were watching this and listening to this saw that there was a Newcastle fan who um, tweeted some a few days ago about um, mental health and, and how he was struggling. Um, and I know this is going a bit off topic, but he was, um, yeah, he, um, he was really struggling with his life, and, and it was uh, he ended up unfortunately the Newcastle players all got on onto his Twitter and was you know trying to reach out and try to help him, but it was it was too late for for that particular person. So um, if anybody on this pod is listening to uh, to us, um, just boys, girls, everybody. Just reach out. It's a shitty time of year for a lot of people, and uh, I think it's really important that um, we acknowledge um, that, that that you know that that bloke was having issues, and we have to say you know well done to Newcastle players for getting involved and trying to help. Um, but if any of us are struggling, if if even if you just hear this message from from us boys and and uh, and want to reach out to anybody, just just make sure you do so. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a fitting way to end uh, episode four. Um, we should have another episode released uh, again this week as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, like I say, boys, thanks for joining us. Everyone watching. Cheers. Thanks for watching. Cheers. See you next time. time. Cheers, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Barati and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.